Hello and welcome to Business Made Simple. I'm your host, Tim Mansour, and my co-host and wife. Crystal Mansour, we are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here on Business Radio X. We are really excited about our guests today, uh, two surprise guests. Some people might already know who they are, but from this introduction, I'm sure you'll be able to figure it out. But uh, these two people are very special to us. Um, they're awesome Gwinnett County community leaders. Um, our first guest is very well known in the podcasting business. He is a multi-talented entrepreneur who owns his own podcast studio, and he is the lead host here on Gwinnett Business Radio X. He is a former sports anchor, sports director, talk show host, a world-renowned Olympic broadcaster. Wow. This is a very impressive resume. Who are they talking about? Who are they talking Man, about? Wow, we want to good. welcome Mr. Mike Salmon, the beloved and respected Mr. Salmon. What Everybody sounds good on paper, don't they? they well, I'm sure <laughs> you will true. tell us all about you today because this is exactly what we want to know. So uh, our second guest is Mike's right-hand person. Um, totally have just enjoyed this person uh, she is as talented smart and accomplished as she is beautiful uh, and that is this um, welcome miss amanda Breerch. Pierch, good morning all right. thank you for all having right. me yes amanda is a dynamic director of marketing and business development at radio x business radio x amanda also serves as um, the host of her own popular weekly show Celebrating Powerhouse Women. I love that title. I really do. I really do. Occasionally, she serves as a host here on Gwinnett Business Radio X. She has a long career in sales and marketing and specializes in brand awareness and driving engagement. And that is for sure. We have can testify to that. We appreciate and love her energizing and engaging personality and recognize uh, what a tremendous asset she here is, is at Gwinnett Business Radio X. So we're excited about these two guests today. Very excited to have Mike and Amanda. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, as we did before in our podcast, you know, when you go into any business, no matter what it is, you need to either know it inside and out or you need to find the right people to work with. And in a lot of our businesses, we've talked before, uh, we were in the fitness industry and it seemed we, we were, we pretty much knew a lot about the fitness industry from high school to college ball. I mean, we've been around it all our life, but even then we brought people in to help us to make that more successful. But as we started to grow, I decided that I wanted to go and buy and, and get into the equipment business. Now, I was around equipment all my life, but to know it is in a business, to know different um, uh, commercial people to sell to, people from home to sell to, I did not have that information. So I went out and I found a guy named Donnie Florin, great guy from Marietta, brought him in, and he helped us, helped us run that business. He had connections with Georgia Tech. He had connections with so many different people that we did not have. So as we've talked so many times before, in business, you need to either find someone that knows the business inside and out, or either you need to know it inside and out yourself. We did it in many different ways. We did it in the vitamin store. We did it in the equipment store. We did it with uh, even in our tennis business. With last uh, podcast, we had Aubrey Jackson. Aubrey's a guru of tennis. We brought him in and ran a great business for 12 years. So the same thing has happened in the podcast. We decided 
after dealing and met meeting Mike, we met him at a Gwinnett Chamber event. It was event, a business panel. A business panel. Mm -hmm. We had some business people on the panel, and Mike was MC. Did a terrific job. I never knew him before then, and just was so impressed on how he handled himself. And of course, he's great on the mic, which is is, is something else. So after the event, Mike and I were talking. And we gave him a book of ours that we, we had, uh, starting a business with zero. He read the book I, and later called us and asked us to be on his show. And that was really the first time we ever knew about podcasting. I mean, we hear about it, uh, but, you know, when we were coming up, it just wasn't there. And now I think it's the best thing out. But uh, talking to Mike and after doing the show, he had mentioned that we might be interested in doing it. So Crystal and I talked for months back and forth and decided we did want to get into it and we felt we had a lot of information that we want to share with listeners and that's kind of how we got started now i know michael tell you and amanda that you do not have to have radio x to start a podcast but i do want to say this it has been unbelievable for us i mean we would have never been where we're at today not having radio x and not having them which they have walked us through so many things we'll never know as much as they do about it but it has been an unbelievable help to have them with us so i guess if i'm saying that if you ever really get decide to get into it you ought to at least give them a shot and talk to them and because they can tell you more than you'll probably ever know well there's just so much about the podcasting that we had no clue and amanda you are so good at the <laughs> awareness side and the social media and just how you do that and Mike you are just you you can just tell the experience that you have behind all your just being so comfortable behind the mic and with people and interviewing you make us feel both you both make us feel so warm and welcomed every time we come in but just being able to figure out everything that you do from the very beginning I mean that's a learning curve that's been a huge learning curve for us so we appreciate the expertise that y'all y'all given us it, it's very weird for us to be on this side of the microphone yes. where we're not asking the questions I want to yeah. sit here and I'm listening <laughs> and I'm watching you guys and I'm evaluating doing my kind of my producing job and I'm thinking I need I need to fix Tim's mic and get it more towards his mouth so it's you know it sounds like better <laughs> and, and it's like no no you're you're a guest but <laughs> it's you know, it's funny because when I met Tim, I had no, no idea who Tim was. He was on this panel, and they were asking a lot of questions uh, you know, at the Chamber event. And I was the moderator. And I told Tim this afterwards, I think 90% of the questions were for Tim. Who is this Tim Mansoura guy? They wanted, and I learned very quickly, very <laughs> successful businessman who started with zero. And all the questions were for, from him, and I had to kind of weed through the questions so other panelists would get questions. And then Tim was kind enough to offer me his book. I read the book, I think, in two days because my business philosophy is a lot like your business philosophy. Something you said many times on the show, and you just kind of said it in a roundabout way with us, is that if you're the smartest guy in the room, there's problems there. <laughs> and so we appreciate the kind words about Amanda and myself. Uh, you know, we are here to guide you and our other clients and hold your hand as much or as little as you'd like. So you can come in and just concentrate on the content and what you want to talk about. Because as you said, anybody can do it. You don't need business radio X, as you said, Crystal. But I think for a lot of people, it's just nice to have that life raft there uh, to fall back on in case you need it. Plus, we do give you tips and try to help you uh, along the way. Well, um, I think that's what, what has saved us is when we did take the leap and we decided we're going to do this. It is just such a trendy new thing that has been so popular for the last few years. It, right now, Tim and I are so happy that we went the route with Radio X because it has been phenomenal. I mean, is now we are podcast listeners. 
and your podcasters. Uh, it's been so, it's been great. We wouldn't, we would not have it any other way. And everybody listens to podcasts. Everything that you do, my son's a doctor and I was talking to him about it when I first got started. He said, oh daddy, I listen to him all the time. And I never knew that. I mean, he says, when I travel, I'll listen to him. It might be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes. But the great thing about it is you can listen to it, cut it off, pick it back up. So there's a, we're just all excited. But today, what we want to do is know more about who is Mike and who is Amanda? We know them as, as Radio X. And there's so many things in business that y'all have done before that. And I know a lot of the people that come in, I mean, there's lawyers and uh, decorators, so many different people that really don't know how you got started, where you started. Was it high school that you started thinking, I want to do this? And what I'd love to know more, Mike, is more about you. If it's family or how you got started, what made you do what you're doing and, and where you've been through your life. Well, obviously, and I think, Tim, you and I are probably in the same generation here. When we were growing up as kids, there was no Internet. There was no podcasting. So I wasn't a five-year-old kid thinking, I want to be a podcaster when I grow up. I, uh, I grew up in the Northeast and uh, several years right outside the Boston area. And if you live in Boston, you can't not be a hockey fan. And I grew up in the days of the, the great Bobby Orr. Oh, he yeah. was a hockey player. To me, the great – I don't get starstruck because I've interviewed a lot of celebrities and a lot of big names over the years. He's one guy, if I ever met Bobby Orr, I'd be tongue-tied. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. I don't believe that. So I grew – it's true. I grew up a big Bobby Orr fan and the, watched the big bad Bruins. And for some reason, you know, I loved playing sports as a kid, you know, football and baseball and everything. But I never said to myself, I want to be an, an athlete when I grow up. I want to be the guy broadcasting the games. I really enjoyed watching the, the hockey games and listening to the broadcasters, and I wanted to be Fred Cusick and Johnny Pearson, who were the broadcasters for the Bruins back then. I don't know why, but that's I never thought about actually playing. Now, with the money these days, I wish I had thought about playing. <laughs> um, so uh, when we were 15, my dad's business took him to Atlanta. Uh, so we moved down here, and it just so happens that the University of Georgia has one of the best broadcasting schools in all of the country. All the big names, there's, there's three big schools, or it used to be three big schools. Uh, Syracuse University, that's where Bob Costas and Marv Albert and all the big sportscasters came from, great sportscasting school. The University of Missouri, and as fate would have it, the University of Georgia, the Henry Grady School of Journalism and Mass yeah. Communication, a great broadcasting school. So fate brought me to Atlanta. I ended up going to UGA. Uh, the first thing I did uh, when I got there as a freshman is I checked out the uh, campus radio station and I said I'll do anything and that's one uh, advice I would give to anybody that wants to be in any kind of business just get your foot in the door clean toilets do you know, whatever it takes just get in the door and uh, so I started out uh, doing news for the campus radio station it was a student-run radio station even though I wanted to be in sports again just do anything to get in the door yeah, yeah. so I started out in news covering Athens City Council meetings and Board of Education meetings and things like that but by my sophomore year I was in sports and I'm broadcasting Georgia baseball games and Georgia we had JV football back then they don't have oh, JV yeah. programs not, not anymore, anymore but right. back then they had JV football um, and women's basketball so I was doing all the things that I wanted to do and that led to a job at a commercial radio station in Athens so I was actually doing everything that I wanted to get my degree while I was in school. So by the time I was a junior taking my journalism and mass communication classes, I kind of felt like I already knew it, and I aced all my classes. In one class, quick story, 
I actually not only aced every single test, but I got every single bonus question. So my score for the whole class must have been 104 or something. <laughs> but um, because I've been doing it every day. Um, so that's important to just, you know, don't let anything stop you. Go ahead and try to get the experience from day one, just doing anything that it takes. Um, so I ended up uh, continuing in working at the commercial station and at the student-run station, WUOG. By my senior year, I was the general manager of the student station. And uh, I just was very fortunate to be able to do a lot of experience while I was in school. Uh, I got to actually sit behind Larry Muntz, and most students sit in the stands. My sophomore through senior year, I'm sitting behind the great legendary voice oh, yeah. of Georgia football, wow. Larry Munson. And my job was to call the radio station, get the scores of all the other games going on. There was no internet back then, so they would get through the ticker tape and give me the scores. I'd write them down on the Dixie Crystal Sugar scoreboard, and I would hand it to Larry Munson. And on the broadcast, he would go, and on the Dixie Crystal Sugar scoreboard, Clemson beating North Carolina. And I used to get the biggest high out of that. But, man, the thing I just handed to Larry Munson, he just read it on the air. So I was uh, very privileged in college, and that's what started my broadcasting career. A See, great stepping yeah, stone. That, that's what we're talking about. Not, I knew none of that. I did and not that's, either. That's exactly what we want to know. Now, let me ask you this. I know you've done other things, Olympics. Now, how did how did that come about? It's you. Ne you, you never. My advice to everybody that you work with, no matter who they are, from a janitor to the news director to anybody, you never know who they're going to be at the time. And so when I first got started in the broadcast business, I was with a lot of other young people in my shoes that wanted to be broadcasters, too. One of them turned out to have a connection with the Olympics and ended up years later getting a job with Olympic Broadcasting Services. And years back in 2000 and eight the uh, Beijing Summer Games, Olympic Broadcasting Services is basically under the IOC's umbrella, the International Olympic Committee's umbrella. They are in charge of all the broadcast rights. This gentleman, a friend of mine, got a job with the OBS, and they needed some announcers for the games. I ended up starting doing some work for them at the 2010 Winter Games in Vancouver, uh, broadcasting some of the events, and I've done about four Olympics since. And had the Olympics this year not been delayed until next year because of the pandemic, I would just be getting back from Tokyo right now where I would have been calling broadcasting uh, baseball. And what OBS is, is basically it's providing the, the, the pictures and the video to the rights holders around the world. Here in the, and I feel like I'm stealing the whole show from Amanda and she deserves a lot of time too. So you I'll get my story. You have years to speak about get, than me. <laughs> Here, when you watch the Olympics here in the United States, you're watching NBC's coverage. They own the broadcast rights. But the, 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 the video that you're seeing is actually our camera guys, OBS, because think about it, Eddie. Say a basketball game at the summer games, you can't have 100 countries all televising the game. So we are the ones that televise the game, and we provide that video to all of the Olympic broadcasting um, countries. So NBC is actually using our pictures, except for one camera that they use for their own announcers. So they're announcing the game with their announcers, but other than the, the camera that's on maybe Bob Costas or whoever's calling the game, all the other action you see is actually our OBS video that we're feeding them, and then they choose which shots they want to take. So had the Japan games been going on, had they not been postponed until next year, you could have Bob Costas in one booth calling the baseball games there in Japan, and in the booth next to him is me, and I'm also calling the game, but my voice is being heard, heard around the world 
where these countries are not sending their own broadcasters. In the States, it's NBC. You're going to hear Bob Costas. But a lot of the countries don't send their own announcing teams. So you might actually have a, you'd actually have a better chance of hearing me doing the Olympics in Singapore or South Africa than you, you, would, here. Than you would here. You won't actually hear me here. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So, so and, and what Mike just did, and this is, this, this is amazing, so if you decided to go into broadcast casting, do you understand why I say find somebody that knows what they're talking about? Mike just went That's over things sure. that we would never have an idea about. So it, it just shows again and it proves what I've always been saying. If you're going to do something in business, find someone that's been there. Find someone because what he just told us, you would take years to learn half of it. So it's just amazing. And, and I know the people will be happy because we – uh, as long as I've known Mike, I didn't know h hardly any of that. So uh, I just think it's great, and that's what we're here today for. Going to Amanda. Well, don't pass up really quickly here. Let's okay. talk about your Braves days and also when you're at 92.9. See, I'm a See? jack of all trades and a master <laughs> of <are>. none. <laughs> I don't um, think that I completely covered that in your introduction. Very modest. And it would be like, what, five pages, I'm well, sure. It just, it, you know, I've gone from college, started out, in television at a uh, small market TV station in Columbus, Georgia, CBS, uh, was sports director on the very first day of work. I was anchoring the 11 o'clock news. On my second day, I was doing the 6 o'clock and the 11 o'clock sportscast. And I was the only sports guy they had there. And so for two months, I had no days off. And I finally went to the news director and said, you've got to hire somebody else in sports. And I recommended a, a good friend of mine that I went to school with. He ended up being my number two guy. Our number three guy is a big name now. Reese Davis from ESPN oh, yeah. oh, uh, wow. does the college okay. football. He's came out of the University of Alabama, was our number three guy. And Reese started at WRBL-TV covering Columbus City Council meetings, Board of Education meetings. He started in news, just like I said, whatever it takes to get your foot in the door. When I left Channel 3 to go do baseball play-by-play, -play, Reese became sports full-time. And now you look at them on ESPN. Right. So just whatever it takes to get yourself in the door and then work hard and prove yourself and great things will happen. But so I've done that. CNN headline news was a sports anchor there for a couple of years. Again, when I went to CNN, I started as a writer. I just wanted to get in the door. Right. I had a lot of broadcast experience, but there was no openings. I just found a position as a writer and let them know that, hey, if something opens up on air, I'm interested. Something opened up and I just pushed my way and did that for a couple of years. Um, sports Talk 92.9, the game here in Atlanta. Um, because of my baseball play-by-play -play background, got a couple of years of doing Atlanta Braves spring training games on radio and TV because the, the regular announcers, for example, uh, Chip Carey, who does yes, the Braves yeah, on TV, yeah. Jim Powell, who was a good friend of mine from – well, both Chip and Jim, we both all went to school together. Chip's doing the Braves games on TV. Jim Powell's doing the games on radio for the Braves, and I'm sitting here at Business Radio X. I'm not sure what happened there. But, <laughs> um, no, great guys. Very successful, Business Radio X. But during spring training, a lot of those guys will come in and do a couple games just to kind of get in the routine, but they've been doing it for years. They don't need to do every single spring training game, so the Braves are always looking for someone to help out with the other games, so I got to do a lot of spring training games for the Braves, so that's how that happened. Again, it's just knowing the right people. Jim obviously was able to recommend me. Um, and, and and just working hard. Did you ever work with Skip Carey? No, I only met Skip one time. I know he was very proud of his son Chip because I, I remember calling Chip one summer. Uh, we were going to get together and do something, and Skip answered the phone, and I said, "Can I speak to Chip?" And he goes, and and, and he was so proud of Chip because Chip did Georgia baseball as well. Exactly. That was how Chip started out, and he goes, 
You mean the, the, the famous sportscaster Chip Carey of the University of Georgia baseball? And I, I always knew how proud he was. And I met him only one time at a hockey game in Atlanta. He was sitting behind me, and I just said, hey, I, I'm good friends with your son Chip. And, and this son. was like 20, 25 years ago. But um, so I only met him, never worked with him, though. Right. Great guy. Yeah, sure is. Miss Amanda. So we know how great you are to Radio X. We know the only other thing that I know is something about a hotel. I think you worked in the hotel business. I did. So yeah. tell us a little bit about where you started, how you took the steps to get here. I stumbled through the door about two years ago. No, quite literally, yeah, Business Radio X. Uh, taking it way, way back. I, I hail from Peachtree City, Georgia, which is about 70 miles south of here. Golf cart community also down there. The golf cart That's community. Right. And yes, my daddy works for Delta, but he's a mechanic, okay? He's not a pilot. <laughs> I grew up in Peachtree City. I lived there for 30 years. Um, outgrew the market whenever I started working. Uh, a livable wage was not um, achievable there for the field that I was in. I went to school at North Georgia College and State University for medical assisting. Uh, my parents kind of really laid the hammer down and made me decide what I wanted to do, and I was indecisive at the time, so I selected something that had growth potential. However, I've done nothing with it since, and I do apologize to my parents. <laughs> However, it was a wonderful experience. I did complete it in totality. I did the externship program, and it simply wasn't um, affording me what my part-time job was, which was in marketing and sales. So that's kind of when I got my footing or found uh, my strengths within the workforce. I wasn't able to identify those really in college because you're really just kind of trying to do everything by the book and just get it all done and manage your time and have just a little bit of fun while you're at it. Um, so once I entered the workforce, I really was able to discover my strengths. And you guys were so kind to mention some of them before, but obviously um, the gift of gab. And um, there is nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I'm a Gemini, so I get it. The gift of gab. <laughs> and I was able to kind of put my um, my fuel to work in a specific direction. So going back to your original question, Tim, yes, hotels I found probably in 2013 down in Peachtree City. I entered um, and I worked at the front desk just to kind of learn the hotel with a sales position in mind. I quickly advanced into a sales manager role and I kind of just took flight from there. Hospitality is a, a wonderful um, little niche, and I fell into it head over heels. It is very time-consuming, and it is um, exhausting at times because there's no holidays or weekends or anything like that. But talk about grit and sweat. Let me tell you, you learn how to work really hard and do with um, a little bit because you s oftentimes have to wear many hats for your team. So kind of tying into Business Radio X, three years ago, um, this hotel actually, Sinesta, recruited me off of LinkedIn. That was a first time for me. That's a, a big key right there. Keep your LinkedIn nice and polished and up to date because people are watching. <laughs> um, and they relocated me here to Gwinnett. And I had visited Gwinnett in the past, actually, this very hotel when it was a Marriott for an event at the Infinite Energy the Center. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, didn't have too much familiarity with Gwinnett, but going back to me um, outgrowing the marketplace that I was in and seeking alternatives, um, you know, to achieve, Gwinnett was just a whole new humongous playground um, of a new marketplace for me. So I accepted the role and I moved here and I've been in Gwinnett for three years ever since. Uh, through working at the hotel and through community and civic events, Mike and I got to know each other and um, there was synergy and, you know, just, you know, lead referrals, so on and so forth. And then lo and behold, there was an opening for a role within Business Radio X on Indeed.com. 
and I applied. I was one of 20 applicants, and let me tell you, it was a grueling process. <laughs> However, I was selected for the role. Well, I can definitely I, understand what he sees. It was you know, narrowed down to three, there. and I'll tell you what, you know, really, maybe you can speak a little more of that. There were some seasoned vets that were applying for the role, and by that I mean they had 20 years on me in, in, in the marketplace. However, they did not have the pizzazz that I have. I, 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 <laughs> you're speechless. It's, yeah. it's like like me and Bobby something. Orr. I, I I'm over here agreeing. I'm over here agreeing. The you know what? Half the battle is just showing enthusiasm and so forth. Exactly. You, you you come into an interview and you just really want the job and you can tell. And the, the uh, some of the other candidates, we didn't even get past a phone interview because just talking to them. All they wanted to know is, you know, well, how much can you compensate me? Exactly. And when you want to break into a business, and this was a new business for, for Amanda, uh, it, it's, it's so much more than just that. And, and she brought to the table a lot of things that I'm not strong in. You know, when you, where you're weak, that's where you want to find someone that can. Tim has always said so that. True. So yeah, true. Yeah, that's why Tim and I are the same guy. He's yeah. always basically. said that. But he's yeah, way tanner. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Amanda brings so much expertise for when it comes to social media. She's taught me as much as I've probably taught her. She is dynamite. Y'all great together. And I'll, I'll tell you what's, dynamite, re what's, really, what's really cool, too, is, and that's what I love about you guys, is you're at the stage of your life, Tim and Crystal, where you've done it all. And now you're giving back. You want to share your knowledge, and that's a big reason you're doing this program. I'm the same way, too. I, I love seeing Amanda now come on and do her Celebrating Powerhouse Woman show. She's come a long way from the first show to where she is today. To me, and I've never told her, I think this is what she was meant to do, that great. gift of gab. So. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so she's too. found her lane. And she's definitely found her passion. Because she, she is very good at it. And I don't want to get her, give her too much of a big head, so don't be listening anymore. But, <laughs> but she deserves it. At my stage in my life, too, I love putting other people out behind the mic now. I've, I've been there. I've done it. I've interviewed all the people. I've done sports talk. Part of the reason I left 92.9 was there were so many great young people coming up that had no place to be, and I just felt like I had run my course already. I didn't have the passion for that anymore. Uh, for sports talk that I have now for like say business talk uh, so I so I left that job but um, I really enjoy just seeing others and pushing others um, Art Williams is the founder of a company Art, Art, Art Williams company is now Primerica he was the founder of Primerica he wrote a book know him very well pushing people up was his book mm -hmm. very much like your book right. very positive their whole family says when good. you bring people around you work with other people if you push them up that will only make you more successful the rising tide lifts all boats mm -hmm. and so forth and so i love putting amanda out there and pushing her out in the community and and i've pulled back so you're always pushing me out there now you don't have to push me into the community right. i love being in the yes. community well, but I, I, will think, think. I think the producing side and the critiquing side of where you are now with your experience and what you do has meant probably, it's probably not even explainable, the mentorship that yes. you've been able to receive here. Absolutely. And like Mike said, and he referenced it before kind of when he got in on the ground level when he was ascending the ranks of his career, um, Mike saw the passion and the potential within me and he kind of helped um, metamorphosize that into the talent you know kind of harnessed you know tapped into what I couldn't see and he helped develop me into the 
I don't know if I'd call myself a broadcaster, but to the comfortability behind the mic in order to host my own show or just sit here with you guys. Um, I've enjoyed the growth that I've experienced, and he too pushes me. And much like he said, the synergy that we have is where the other, um, you know, I'm strong where he's weak and vice versa. So I think we do a great job of propelling each other forward and holding each other accountable. That's really um, top um, in a partnership to hold each other accountable as well. Well, so I think I've the whole staff here, I mean, just seems to be like right hand, left hand, you know, in class together it's just that it works so smoothly here and every person that we've met that's on this team for business radio x has been phenomenal i mean you've done a great job finding all of the talent that you have we do well our passion is working with uh, great clients and friends like yourself and seeing you guys grow and seeing you guys become these wonderful podcasters i mean you already had the leadership within you but like you mentioned before tim that you were nervous or this was new to you Nobody would be able to he tell. He never gets nervous. You guys are pros. I'm the nervous nanny yes. over here. And so. watching you guys just <laughs> flourish. And frankly, I listen to your podcasts again after I am here. I, I see them live and in person, but I still listen to them at home because the information is so robust and so applicable to life. Um, I very much enjoy it. So that's another caveat to what we, we enjoy about what we do. We appreciate this. What, what I love today is... We know more about y'all now, and I hope other people do, because it's so important. I mean, Mike, gosh, the, the, the things that you've done, I mean, I, I never knew. I just think it's You great. have no idea that I, I've even run and been part owner of minor league sports teams. Amazing. Jack of all trades, That's master it. of none. <laughs> well, I do have no. a question for you. With all of your experience and all of your great just wealth, that, I mean, knowledge that you have that you want to share, are any of your kids interested in following your footsteps? My son, my son is into sports. He wants to be a sports announcer. He tells Does me, he? but right I'm now he's too involved in his video games. No, <laughs> now, how old is he, Mike? I'm he, sorry. He's 20. He's 20. Okay. okay. And it's yeah. just one child and a 24-year-old daughter who's trying to break into the music industry okay. and about to release her first music video. But yeah. Mike also, she does podcasting, and Mike has assisted. Yeah, she does uh, a with music podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. But they have that outward, you know, personality like you, right? Do they? My, da- my daughter, yeah, I got to reel her it's back. The women, she, right? she, and and yeah. my, my son is a little bit more reserved, especially around people he doesn't know. Okay. But he's, he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to sports. He makes me look bad. That's why. Well, it's just amazing because it's like, even though you have Business Radio X, you have all this other experience and even pathways that you still like to take advantage of and that you have in your life. Where do you see everything going within the next five years for business radio x yeah for business radio x for you for well, everything for me, else you do for me i'm keeping my I, I still stay in the the you know the broadcasting i'll be doing the olympics until i can't do the olympics anymore um i still to this day have filled in every once in a while doing minor league baseball games up in gwinnett uh in fact last year i did a game for the Char- for for charlotte I wasn't oh, even yeah. called. I wasn't even the stripers announced it. I because I know a lot of the people in the business. Uh, the the uh, Matt, who is the broadcaster for the Charlotte minor league baseball team, had a conflict because he also does college football, and they happened to be in Gwinnett. So I did that game. So I, I stay. I stay in it. I love. Amanda touched upon it. I love seeing the Tim and Crystal's mentors get into this world and all of a sudden just just um, grow and it helps their business and see. My, I get a lot of satisfaction seeing you guys loving this so much. And all the clients we have, and I think Amanda can attest, are all great people because not only do we have good people that work here, uh, 
all the ones behind the scenes and the ones you hear on the air, but but all our hosts and they're just just good people. So you guys fit right in, and and that's why I wanted you guys here as much as you wanted to be here, as well. And I know you guys know this from the fitness business. One of the things I tell Amanda and I've told everybody else is I don't care if you're having a bad day at home or things aren't going well. When you're at work and you're in front of those clients, it's a great day. It just changes it. You've you've got to be in a positive mood. You can't go to your fitness center and be in a bad mood and then you snap at one of your clients. Yes. So if you're here, and and so in, in the broadcast business, in any business, if you have that Debbie Downer Look, you know, feel you're not going to last very. People don't want to be around people like that. So, just just be positive all the time. We all have problems. We all sometimes can't pay our bills or can't do this or the car breaks down or our significant other just got on to us and so forth. But you can't bring that into work. So that would be my little piece of advice for energy business people. Energy is contagious. It, it like really you is. Mentioned my energy, energy. If you bring that negativity into the room, like you can almost feel it smell it when you walk in it's like definitely <laughs> definitely that's like when I'm teaching classes if I'm in a bad mood and I give the attitude or the vibe that I don't want to be there it, it's feel it. not going to work yeah it's mm-hmm. not going to work but it's it's reciprocated as far as what you the passion that you have like if you are having a bad day you can see you both walk in and this is where you want to be this is where your passion is this is what you love from your head to your heels and it shows every single time that we walk in the door so we do appreciate that as well we love wednesdays yes. oh <laughs> my gosh you're sweet and, and, and a lot of this that we're talking about is actually in your book appreciate yes, it, it. Is. and yeah. so i would highly recommend it is what it is, it is not impossible it's not yeah. impossible yeah. building and a business from yeah. zero crystal yeah. give you information yeah. on that yeah. uh, we just read. what Mike said and, and what Amanda's saying is so true. In life, things are gonna happen. We always say that it's just how you're gonna handle them. I mean, it's gonna be a situation where you have two ways to handle them, positive or negative. It's so much easier to be positive. It really is. And and people, let a lot of people might not want to be around you when you're positive. If someone's negative, the last thing they want to do sometimes is be around somebody that's positive because they feel like that person's so lucky. And it's nothing to do with that. It's just how you handle the situation. And I just think that's so important. I want to thank both of you with all thank of our heart. Much. Number that's one, right. yeah, to sit down with us. I know a lot of people out there, I mean, are going to enjoy this because we wanted to know more about you. We thank the world of you. Y'all have helped us. Unbelievable. We appreciate that. Just love being a part of y'all and just uh, excited about today. And thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for letting us sit on the other side of the table. We've well, I enjoyed yes, the please, please don't make me do this again. I know, <laughs> I know. But we I'm talked not about in my comfort zone. <laughs> well, we talked we, about that before we got on the air. So Tim was like, I know Mike's going to be nervous. And so, you know, if we need to edit something, we can. But, you, you know, know people. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have we, to stop we you. We know, know people. And Tim and Crystal can attest. Every day you should do something that takes you out of your comfort zone in 100%. order to experience exactly. growth. Well, that's how you get so Mike, growth. Check the box for what, the day. What, what right. is it? Check the box. Uh, never say I, I should have. Yeah, never look in the mirror and say I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Because yes. I have a lot That's of I right. wish I would have in my life. Oh, there are a lot I of things that I did not do wow. that I wish I had done. Because I don't say you could have done more. Fear or whatever reason, I didn't do them. Well, yeah. we all have that. You've you know, done a lot, I'll tell that. you what. So right. you ought to be proud of where you've been. That's for sure. We're glad, we, we love knowing y'all. We love being a part of you. But we wanted to know more about you, and now we do. And I hope all of our millions and millions of listeners get the same thing. That's so. right. We have completely enjoyed today's show. Y'all are fantastic. And just hearing your journey and your experience, and it's just, it's 
it's been a great experience for us because, like I said, the little bitty teeny that we knew in the beginning, we can't say that anymore. So now we know you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're that's polished right. pros. That's, that's right. By the, by the way, the, the five-year contract is here for you to sign. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with Business <laughs> Radio X. Well, we then that means you have to do this again. That's it. <laughs> Deal. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Business Made Simple. Mike and Amanda, Tim and I, as Tim said, uh, we greatly appreciate your help, your expertise, and your experience that you have shown to us with our own podcast. Uh, you and Amanda and your staff have been fantastic. We really appreciate it. You're the reason why we have decided to come here and be a part of the podcasting world and be a part of this experience and add it to our journey. It's been it's been amazing. But uh, thanks to you both, as Tim said, uh, listen live here on Business Radio X or on your favorite podcast app. You can visit our website at www.mansour, that's M-A-N-S-O-U-R, international.com to catch up on all episodes. We look forward to talking to you again here on Business Made Simple. And until then, watch, watch what, what you, you wish, wish for. It, it might, might come, come true. true. Thank you.